nice. Oh, ain't you lovely? Oh, that's nice, very nice. My name is Wisby, and uh, we're about to do a show called Dirty Fan Mail, which is the true story of uh, soft porn models and the men who write to them. And I should just explain, at 6.30 this morning, I was in Mallorca on my honeymoon. And I flew back, and I drove to Hereford and Hertfordshire, where hurricanes hardly ever happen. And then I did my back in, and I spent four hours in a medical tent. So if I go, ooh, ow, it's not part of the act. Nothing like an angry cripple to bring joy into a room. So I'm going to start now with this letter, which is from a man named Andrew to a woman named Shanine Linton, who is a porn model. And um, it goes like this. I'm going to do it through the medium of song. I want to enlarge my cock by four inches. My cock is only five inches. P.S. The reason I want a big cock but so you can suck my big penis. My special Ladies and gentlemen, we invite you to an evening of dirty fan mail. Thank you very much. You're too kind written by some of the rudest members of the great British public. That means you. Ladies and gentlemen, the story of Dirty Fan Mail is absolutely true and will be related by the man to whom it happened, Mr. Johnny Trunk. And the letters are also genuine and will be performed by my little humble self. So please welcome your hosts for the evening, Mr. Johnny Trunk. This uh, true story of sex actually begins in the Boozer. Uh, and I was in the Boozer in Putney with a mate of mine known as uh, the Beast. We know him as the Beast simply because he, he looks uncannily like um, Alistair Crowley, the great black witch of old London town. Now, we've had a few drinks. I'm sitting there in the pub with the Beast. And I'm telling him how much I hate myself and how much I hate my job. Basically, I'm an advertising copywriter. And to me, this was going to be the most glamorous job in the world, writing very good adverts for cars and things like that. And it spiralled into nothing more than uh, a kind of brochure writing exercise for computers and toothpaste. And I really didn't like it at all. Uh, and the beast says to me, well, look, Johnny, in a, in a situation like this, I can only really suggest one thing, and that's just to throw in the towel, just to, to walk away from the job. Um, we had a few more drinks. I thought about what he said. I staggered home, had a sleepless night, and in the morning, I walked into work and handed in my notice. 
Now, I don't know if anyone here has handed in the notice uh, without having another job to go to, uh, but I, yes, exactly, yeah. but, but I can't actually recommend it enough. Um, I was sat at home a couple of weeks later, unemployed, thinking this is actually surprisingly exciting. Anything could and possibly will happen to me now in my new future. Now, the trouble was nothing was happening at all, actually, um, until one morning when my sister called me on the telephone. This is, uh, as you can see, this is me and my sister uh, at the age of about three and four. And this is my sister now. Yes, uh, my sister was not a nurse. Um, she actually became a soft porn star. What had happened was her, her husband had left her and also left her with quite a large debt. And she thought to herself, well, I'm just a housewife. I've got this huge debt. How on earth am I going to get myself out of this hole? So she decided to um, take full advantage of the assets she had and became um, a soft porn model. And it proved to be a very shrewd move very quickly because after probably about two months, she was in all the magazines. And about two months later, she was on the front cover of most of them. And she'd started to receive quite a lot of fan mail. And she thought, well, I'm getting all this fan mail, maybe I should start writing back to them in a proper way. So she decided to open the official Eve Vorley, because that's her name, Eve Vorley fan club. And um, once it was open, the mail kind of started flooding in. She was getting sacks of the stuff every day. And she's on the phone to me saying, look, Johnny, I've started this fan club. It's going really well. I'm getting lots of mail, but I do need a bit of help once a week, once a fortnight. What do you reckon? And I thought, well, I'm unemployed, not doing anything. This sounds right up my street. So my career in soft porn began. Um, my menial jobs included going to the post office, putting stamps on envelopes, opening the odd envelope. It's, it's quite menial jobs, but I did actually really enjoy it. And it got me out of the flat. Um, now, this fan club was doing very, very well. So well, so well, in fact. And my sister thought, well, you know, here I am, a successful soft porn model. I get lots of fan mail. I'm sure other uh, models out there could get the same. So she got on the phone to one of her model friends. Um, she got on the phone to this young lady, Donna Ewan. Now, Donna Ewan, at the time, is the most successful soft porn model in the country and um, is also a part-time black cab driver. And she... Um, she got a phone call from my sister. My sister said, look, I'm opening these, you know, I've opened a fan club, it's doing very well. Do you want me to do the same for you? I'll look after it, I'll run it, um, and I'll give you a good commission every month. What do you think? Donna said, yes, I'll do it. So the official Donna Ewan fan club was open, and within about a week, we were getting two, maybe three times the amount of mail that we were getting uh, before. And for the first time, I got to see um, some of the mail coming in for Donna Ewan. Dear Donna, you are my number one fan. I would like to take you out on a date because I think you are a nice looking model and a nice looking young woman. My one dream is to take a page three girl out on a date. I have been buying the daily sport for a long time now. Please don't think I am a pervert because I'm not. I will also take you to see the Shawshank Redemption if it was on down my cinema, but it isn't. This letter is just for you. So what I am going to do is rent it on video just for you. Darling Donna, 
You are my number one fan. And always will be, forever and ever, with all my love from Ian. With all my love again from Ian. I will also take you horse riding and to see Barry White. Where's all this smoke come from? Huh? Do we, do we need all this smoke? smoke? I don't know. Can we do anything about this smoke? Because it's, anyway. Um, right. So, we have now two fan clubs, two members of staff, my sister and myself, and a huge amount of mail coming in. And, and so my sister thinks, well, we do need another member of staff to help deal with it. So we sit down in the kitchen and think, who on earth do we know who could help? Who could we trust? Who, who wouldn't mind seeing images of naked ladies? Who could deal with the, the checks and the, and the cash coming in? So we sat down, had a think, and we came up with the perfect new member of staff. <laughs> and this is our mother. So my sister just said, mother? We know you work for the National Trust part-time, but do you fancy a part-time job in soft porn? And uh, my mother actually jumped at the chance. Um, I think that uh, any top up to any pension is, is welcome. And so my mother threw, her in, threw herself into uh, the soft porn business. Now the scene is, scene is set with three members of staff, two fan clubs, and a very business-like sister who wants to expand this little empire she's got much faster so she gets on the phone to all her other model mates ladies and gentlemen please say hello to the girls of dirty fan mail Shanine Linton first up Shanine Linton um, Shanine has been a naughty schoolgirl for about 14 years Charmaine Sinclair probably the most successful uh, black soft porn star in the business, um, shot to a little bit of fame and she started going out with Robert De Niro. Louise Hodges. This is Louise Hodges, the uh, kind of triple X, slightly ruder member of the British uh, soft porn business. Theresa May. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off her head, but uh, this is Theresa May who who uh, became quite infamous for starring naked uh, in the Prodigy video, uh, Smack My Bitch Up. Ah, Vicky Lee. This is the lovely Vicky Lee. Uh, this is the only bit we can really show of Vicky Lee that um, has not yet been touched by the surgeon's knife. Samantha Jessup. Yes, Samantha Jessup. Samantha is like the slightly posher end of uh, British porn. Lindsay Dawn Mackenzie. Yes, the lovely Lindsay Dawn Mackenzie. Uh, here we see her working out, as she does every morning, in her front room. Vida Garman. This is the lovely Vida. Uh, Vida is the great-grandmother of... British pornography. Adele Stevens. And finally Adele Stevens. Um, Adele, new to the business, uh, became very popular very fast indeed and um, wants to spend all the money she makes from the business on a, I think it's an animal welfare farm in Nottingham. Let's hear it for the girls of Dirty Fun So, we have 
14, 14 fan clubs in all were opened by my sister. All official, all above board, all very busy indeed. Just selling those kind of photographs you've just seen. Um, <clears throat> and so imagine, if you will, a day at the all new and hugely busy fan club office. <clears throat> uh, nothing more than this shared in my sister's garden. This is where we worked, very busy place to be, lots of girls coming in and out. My mother's there opening all the mail, looking after it. I'm at the back making sure all the stock is up to date. But with all this new mail coming in, it's about now I notice what I can only call um, serial fans writing in to the girls. Spunky Arthur. And first up is Spunky Arthur. Uh, Spunky Arthur is a pensioner from Croydon. Uh, he is single, he lives alone, he has a small toy dog. Uh, he loves all the girls, he writes to them, I'd say, two or three times a week, each of them. Uh, there's really little else to say, I think we should listen to a bit of Spunky Arthur. Darling Spunky Louise, come to my arms, you beautiful charms. Just squeeze your tits against my body and your cunt. I will squeeze your bum and give it a gentle slap. I am all ready for you. My prick is semi-stiff. You would take him in your mouth and work him big, hard and thick while I lick your cunt and bumhole. Then I would fuck your bumhole and your big tits and your spunky cunt all the way. You are so lovable, fuckable. You give a lovely fuck. Hold on, I am just about to unload my spunk. I can't hold it in any longer. You are spunking as well, you naughty girl. I love you when you are rude and talk dirty. I am a filthy cunt, aren't I? With all my love and kisses from your spunky Arthur. Hooray for spunky Arthur. Lionel. Okay, this is Lionel. Uh, the frequency of Lionel's letters really depends on the frequency of Lionel's dreams because that is quite simply what he writes about. Um, and as you, can, as you can possibly see, if you look closely, um, Lionel is not a great fan of punctuation. Dear Sexy Charmaine I have a dirty dream about you And your friend Sam Jessup And they both touched the body together And your friend touched your sexy body And they both touched sexy boob and rising nipple And they both touched sexy pussy And the both touch sexy bum and the both touch sexy leg and your friend but your lips on you and you but your lips on your friend and I wake up my big rising willy yours sincerely Lionel now each one of uh, Lionel's dreams are signed off with the Simple phrase, my big rising willy. This is Lionel's big rising willy. Uh, we show this simply because every couple of weeks a new photo of Lionel's big rising willy would be sent in, always framed and always pointing in the same direction. 
Norman. Right, this is Norman. Uh, Norman is fascinated by this. Um, this is the secret centres. Uh, secret centres, I believe, according to Norman, are ancient Egyptian pathology, I believe, but sexual pathology. Now, uh, he writes, I'd say, I don't know, 12 pages, 14 pages, 18 pages. They're, they're more like essays than simple letters. And unlike Lionel, who we've just had before, uh, Norman is a very big fan of punctuation. Dear Shanine, for some 16 weeks now, I've had by me Daily Sport of Thursday, 1st July, 1999. Featuring full front page, gorgeous you, your gorgeous bared bum, presented, or do you prefer called your bottom, Shanine? Whence, I'm to say at last, well, never in all my life before, be that either in some mag or in the flesh, some girlfriends, lady friends, bared bum past, have I seen female bared full bottom, darling, that even begins approach the heavenly erosia of yours, of your wondrous bum cleavage between. Judging from the tennis rackets, tennis shoes, tennis hat set in the photo, the scenario, I guess, wouldn't have been Wimbledon. I would dare ask you now what I haven't dared ask before. Viz, to spell it out, do you have naked photo set available of you, of your bad bum, of your bad bum cleavage, presented as explicitly as you alone know your bad bum can show? In conclusion, at risk of being boring, I say again, Viz, you, Shanine, have most gorgeous, sumptuous, sensuous, female bared bum known anytime or anywhere. By me, anyway. And you know, that's no overstatement. I love you there. Love, Norman. NB. As for those three kisses above given, please receive each whereon as follows. A on your mouth lips, B on your fanny lips, and C on your, you know what, most important of all, yes, Janine, on secret center of your bared bottom, presented. I see you, baby, shaking that bared bum. I see you, baby, shaking that bad bum, presented. I see you, baby, shaking that gorgeous bad bum, you. I see you, baby, shaking that gorgeous bad bum, cleavage between, presented. Martin. No, that's not Martin, actually. That's still Norman. Hmm? Just showing you the punctuation of Norman, just so you get an idea. That's Mark. Oh, that's not about it. That's, that's not Christian. 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 Right, this is Christian. Uh, Christian has a fantastic life. Christian, Christian writes about his adventures, normally on, either on Baywatch or somewhere fabulous like Miami 
And um, his, his favourite girl is Charmaine. Oh, very often his letters involve food and recipes. Right now, darling Sammy, I suck you all out in the snow, totally nude in an igloo, on top of each other in strawberry and chocolate and coffee and whipped cream and custard and ice cubes and plenty of water. I lick your ice-cool pink funny chunk, and you go down in your cool golf holes in the rear golf course at a hole in one. And spread eagle your lovely ass and gently rub your titties in my face. So let me swallow your juices all over me body. Let me take you in my mouth and give me a blowjob to last a lifetime. Before I go, greetings from Norway. It goes like this. Das Riesen den Svölen, das Riesen den Fuckerhen, da you was always and suck you dirty any way you like it. P.S. My order is on the form, so be sexy, dirty, saucers in the play. Love, 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 and hugs and cuddly and kisses from Christian, King of England and Norway, Moose and Grundig. Oh, God, it's Martin. Okay, this is Martin. Uh, Martin often will send in a large parcel to one of the girls uh, and it'll take about an hour to open and inside will be nothing at all. Martin also is a bit of a handwriting specialist. Um, here we can see him in uh, fine golden script. Other times he uses his own form of hieroglyphics. Uh, Martin also writes in series. That means you get one and two or three others follow. Dear Lady Samantha, your password is Professor. You are not to reveal your password to anyone. No one knows your password. No one must ever know your password. I have given you this password for a reason, and also this one, Master King. With deepest love, Martin. Dear Lady Samantha, you're probably wondering what I meant, so I'm going to tell you. This is what I mean. I-N-R-I. -I. You will need to remember this. You are part of something very important. I'll be most pleased when you get to use all of your talents. The reason why you are not able to do so is already given above. It is safe to discuss this with Joanne Guest. I want you to remember this. No matter how much I explain, you will not believe what is going to happen. And you will never understand it. I believe you already know something. I'll prepare you if you are not already prepared. With deepest love, Martin. Dear Eve, you will get this after today. There are many things that I cannot tell you because of the nature of your work, and there is a severe penalty for revealing what I know to those who don't. You have what you can handle. There are many things that I know that you cannot handle. However, enjoy your birthday, and the less said, the better. You will see why when the time comes. 
with deepest love, Martin. Now, you might wonder how on earth all this correspondence begins. It's, it's very simple that a new fan club is opened, my sister puts adverts in the relevant press, and these letters start flooding in, all quite normal. The girls sell videos, simple uh, photographs of themselves. As I say, all quite normal. But pretty soon we realise this is mail-order pornography, and nothing is that normal. Uh, my darling Teresa, in my dreams, you have agreed to let me worship your lovely ass. You bend over and pull up your very smart skirt, part of your business suit, just like Hillary Clinton wears to reveal very scanty panties under your sheer tights. Just as I lean forward with my tongue out to start licking and sucking, you instruct me to stop as you need, as you need to shit yourself first. Yep. Your tights and panties. Sigh. Lots of lust, Jed. P.S. Can I still get your warm panties like Pretty soon, as you've probably worked out, the girls started selling their own underwear. This was due purely to demand, that, that the fans were demanding them, so the girls decided to start selling them. And I'd sit there and wonder what on earth anyone would want with a pair of uh, such garments, um, until this letter arrived. <coughs> My dear Shammy, I've only seen you on one video, but already I'm lusting after your gorgeous ass. I've already got all the videos advertising, but I look forward to receiving your worn panties, which I will lick and sniff while playing with me cock and dreaming of tonguing your bum crack. Yes, I would. I would just love I would just love to stick my tongue right up your asshole. God, I'm now wanking like fuckers around this. Grr. God, watch your heaven of shit as you bend over in front of me, your ass only inches from my face. Love and kisses, George. And um, 
And it didn't stop there at, at panties. All manner of underwear was being demanded by these love-hungry fans. Oh. Darling Vida, just to thank you for your video and stockings. I love your video. It is so horny, I've had a good wank over it. I love the stockings also. I'd keep wearing them. I went shopping with them under my jeans yesterday. They make my cock rock hard when I wear them. All my love, and I hope you have a sensational Christmas. Love, John. Uh, Christmas was quite a, a special time in the fan club calendar. It was when the uh, girls uh, provided their fans with um, goods of a, an even more desirable and special nature. Shanine, I have just sent 15 pounds for your pussy hair, but forgot to send my address. Here it is. It was only a matter of time, really, before the girls started trading in what we all know as uh, sex aids, the classics being the, uh, I suppose, just the blow-up doll, really. And um, when my sister ordered a, a mountain of these in, I thought to myself, I thought they were just like jokes. I didn't realise anyone actually bought them. And, and of course they sold in large quantities. But what was quite surprising was the amount of older fans who were buying them. What is, what is? Dear Eve, just a line to say that Valentine card was very good. Have you got something to pump up the doll? As, as I have not got much wind left to blow it up with. Thank you, from William. If you cast your mind back to the earlier serial fans, you'll remember uh, the old friend, uh, Spunky Arthur. Now, Spunky Arthur, um, of course, wrote to the girls all the time, and when the dolls were for sale, uh, bought several. Dear Louise, darling, first of all, I must tell you that I have been ill since April the 3rd, but glad to say I am feeling better now. Thank you for my goodies. But I am sorry to tell you that the Louise doll, when I blow it up, the air comes out again. I found out this week, which is a week later, that the seam has come apart. So I can't use it now to take you to bed with me. So now I will just have to get another one from you, my darling. I know I just keep getting filthier and a dirty old man. I know I am a dirty old man and I love it all. I will be watching out for your video so I can watch it. The Louise doll is nice and sexy, 
You have a nice sexy bum and a lovely cunt. Your tits with erect nipples and I could have buried my stiff brick into your mouth until I spunked down your throat till you swallowed it. Then I would fuck your spunky cunt. Then you would lie on your back and you would let your legs on my shoulders and I would bury my stiff brick deep into your spunky cunt. This is only a short letter to let you know that the doll is faulty. Now, by now, my, my collection of these letters had grown quite considerably, and I had absolutely no idea what on earth to do with them. You know, every couple of weeks, I'd have a little pile on my desk, and I'd take them home, put them in a box. One of these uh, Fridays, I was on my way home, and I decided to go to the pub with an old mate of mine, Bisby. So, we've had a few drinks, and um, I reach in my bag, and I, I look at one of the letters I've got in my bag, and think, I wonder what Wisby, my old mate, thinks of a letter like this. So I hand it across the table. Dear Mistress Louise, I am a pervert. I love to be dominated by beautiful women like yourself. My favourite is to pay a woman to pull my nipples hard while I wank myself off. Or for her to grab my balls and squeeze them until I give her more money. I would love to know what you would do to me if I walked into a room naked and you were in there with your friends. <laughs> Please contact me if I am worth it. Yours submissively, Paul. So I handed the letter over. Wisby had read it out and I thought that's quite interesting. So I reached into my bag and pulled out another letter. I am 78 years of age, and when you are ready, I would love to suck you out. And it seemed like every time I gave Wisby a letter, a new voice would appear and the, and, and the letters would come alive. And so, a few weeks later, with this idea still brewing in my mind, I dragged him into a studio and we recorded a little album called Dirty Fan Mail. And um, I issued it about six months later, and absolutely nothing happened. Uh, and then about another six months on, uh, it started appearing in funny places like Kerrang! magazine, or uh, Italian Vogue, or um, New York sort of tattlers. It was really weird, the, the press it was getting. And then one morning, I woke up and I had text from Wisby saying that Danny Baker, the Radio London DJ, was playing snippets of it on his radio show. So I phoned up his producer and said, we're the people who did this thing, can we come in and talk about it? So the next day we did, and we kind of discussed it a bit like we're doing it now on, on air, and we realized that we quite liked it. So uh, that morning at about seven o'clock, this little show was born. Uh, and every now and again, we get asked to do it, and we come and do it. Um, since then, the fan clubs have now all finished simply because hardcore porn became legal and we were only a softcore sort of organization so there was no need really for us to carry on because people just weren't interested anymore um, and uh, my sister has gone back to being a mother of two and my mother's gone back to the national trust and i now just I'm, i don't know what i do anymore but i do the odd thing don't i um what
I said I don't know what I do anymore, but that's not important. We've, we've not got long because everything's running a bit late tonight. Um, normally at this time of uh, this show, we run through a couple of letters that we quite like. I think we've got a little bit of time. So um, I'm just going to hand this one over and see what happens. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I hope you can read this sexy as, as it is. As, 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 as as, as it is hard work putting pen to paper and 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 um, and, uh, and and uh, doing a knuckle shuffle at the same time. Too late. <laughs> I've got. Oh, you got Gary. Yeah, I think we should do this one because this is our current favourite. Uh, this came from a situation when Louise, the rude one, uh, asked all her fans to, if they had any rude stories, to write in and explain their stories and uh, well and I'll make faces at you ah I should be in sustain you see then I can do the thingy how's that that's better right this one <clears throat> dear Louise hello there you blonde babe Gary here Thank you for sending me the information note, although I would love to go and see you dance at one of the clubs. I'm afraid I work in a hotel as a chef and the lead up to Christmas is very busy. But anyway, I got your video, thank you. I must have watched it a hundred times now and I've got no knob left from overuse. I always wish I could be that lucky guy behind the camera. I really shouldn't watch your video so often because I wank and wank and wank. And then I'm too knackered to go to work. But who cares? I still have your holiday photos. They've been put to full use as well. I must tell you that I had a bit of a one-night stand with a girl I met about two weeks ago. I met her in a little nightclub. I was on my own because all my friends were all at work, so it was my day off. So she walks over to me. We were both a bit merry, and she starts talking to me. She had long brown curly hair and a body to die for. I just couldn't wonder why she was talking to me. Then a slow song came on, and I asked her if she would like a dance. She did. So we're on the dance floor, and she moves her hand in between my legs and starts giving me one devilish look. She unzipped my flies and puts her hand into my boxer shorts and starts rubbing my cock. Then we start kissing, and I start to undo a few buttons from her blouse and reveal her perfect tits. I start to play with them, and her nipples got so hard you could have dialed a phone with them. Then the night was over. He likes that line. The night was over, and we both came back to my flat, and as soon as we got through the door, we were naked. She lowered herself onto my couch, and so I followed, but stopped at her pussy and got to work at that, flicking her clip with my tongue and fingers. It only took a few minutes, and her fanny spat in my face. I got as much as I come as possible in my hand and rubbed it all over my knob and just pushed it in her mouth. She swallowed all of it, even mine. Then I revealed a Johnny that was on in seconds. I pushed her onto my bed with her knees on the floor and her tits pressed on the bed and shagged her doggy style. The way she was moaning just turned me on, so I withdrew it from her fanny and shoved it straight up her ass. She nearly jumped out the window. It was the best sex I've ever had. But I haven't seen her since.
Right, so we shall, uh, we, we are just about out of time. We shall finish with a little song. This is uh, based on three letters from three of the serial writers, uh, one of whom writes in the third person. Take it away. <laughs> <coughs>
you're my fantasy and could never be my reality. Thank you very much. Have a great big chill. Good night. He, he can't bow because he's hurt his back. <laughs> I can't get up. Thank you very much. <laughs>